Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. All right, guys. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back on uh, this kind of overcast Tuesday. Um, I don't know what it's like in Arlington, Virginia, but in a minute, I got a great guest, guys. I don't know if you heard uh, Erica Reynolds' show uh, when she comes on with me. She is such a great guest. She's the owner over there at... um, invigorate your essence and her website is ericareynolds.com and invigorate your essence is an alternative healing company that supports the health and vitality of people and animals so you know i'm a huge fan right away uh they do the sessions um in person or of course with uh you know with technology today she can do them virtually and she uses uh, Reiki, Reiki uh, energy healing, mindfulness, uh, crystals, essential oils, yoga, and uh, so many other modalities. And uh, this is just a real interesting person. And uh, if you want to call in, you can, 631-730-7376. Or uh, you guys seem to love the instant feedback. So get me kcinstantfeedback at gmail.com. I'll see it pop up on my screen. I will read it. Just tell me your name and the city or the state you're from. And then Erica will uh, respond to you live on the air. All right. So, guys, with no further ado, uh, it's my honor and my pleasure to bring to you on the Erica Reynolds Show, Miss Erica Reynolds. Hey, Erica, what's going on? Hey, Casey, how are you? I'm doing Not great. Too much. <laughs> hey, what, what's it like down there in, in Arlington? Uh, it, it's just like overcast and cloudy and humid and ugh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. About the same here. My car was reading 94 degrees. Oh. It's a little, little humid. My Lord. A um, little overcast. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a, a, a typical summer day, I guess, here in Arlington, Virginia. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the, of the heat. I don't know about you, Erica, but... Uh, are you a are you a, like a I, beach person or what? I love the heat, but I love it in moderation. Like <laughs> I'm on the beach, I love the heat. Yeah. Day, but if I'm just walking around trying to like run errands or have just a day of doing things, not so much. But my family's from the lowest part of Alabama, uh, down in Dothan, Alabama. So oh, growing wow. up as a child, yeah, we would go down and visit, you know, for the holidays in the summer and. Yeah. Yeah, that's so heat. That's I heat down heat, there. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Erica, uh, let me ask you two things before we get started on today. You've got an awesome topic for today, but uh, two things first. If you could kind of fill in the mm-hmm. blanks, uh, tell people a, a, a little bit uh, uh, other than, you know, what what I said. I mean, um, you know, what, what your business does, uh, a little bit about yourself, and then um, you uh, owe me an answer, I believe, to uh, a book we were yeah. talking about. Uh, because you you worked in the Pentagon for for so long, and you left to to do uh, your calling, which is what you're doing now, and so successful at. So uh, let me, you know, that's a lot to unpack there. But let me just uh, put the ball in your court here. Okay, thank you, Casey. Uh, yes, I am wrapping up my federal career with the Pentagon this summer, and um, I am a uh, soul invigoration guide. So at Invigorate Your Essence, what the mission and the goal there is is to help folks to really tap into their essence, really understand their soul, their soul's purpose, to find those mindfulness practices to truly live that limitless life. And we do that through, as you mentioned, 
a host of different alternative healing modalities. So awesome. everything from energy healing to mudras to yoga to breath work to healing crystals to we do card readings as well. Uh, for animals, uh, same thing, and it's more of a family affair, so we do that with the animal and the animal parent, and we also incorporate those same practices because it really is the idea of getting the entire household in a great mindful state, and so we offer that both in person and virtually, and I also do teaching. I'm an Ayurvedic uh, teacher. Uh, uh, can I stop you, Erica? What's, what, what is that term? What, what Ayurvedic? What does that mean? Uh, that is a beautiful Sanskrit word that comes from uh, the Vedas. So if you go back to India and you think about um, 5,000 years ago, before we had any of the modern medicine, before we had any of these chemically induced ways to help support us, mm-hmm. we had, and, and you will find this in a lot of ancient traditions, right? Even with our uh, Native Americans uh, here in America, right, there was the idea of using the earth, plant-based medicine, mm-hmm. the idea of really understanding your body, understanding how your body reacts to certain environments, how your body reacts to certain foods, how your body is um, reacting to your entire awareness of what's going on around you. Oh, cool. So it's the practice of a conscious awareness and living your life in your most conscious state. And I love teaching that to folks. Yes. Love it. And what's it called again, Erica? Ayurvedic. Uh, Ayurveda. Ayurveda. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, thanks for, for teaching. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a new one. I, I, I'm sorry if I stop you sometimes, but uh, if I think that uh, I or the, uh, the audience uh, you know, might not know, i I got to ask you. Oh, no, I, I greatly appreciate that. Um, it is something, if you're familiar with Deepak Chopra. Yes, yes, yes. He, uh, yes, yes. So he is uh, the one that I studied under, under the uh, Chopra Health uh, certification. Okay. And it is a beautiful host of... Um, just learning about who you are. And I love the fact that it's it's not a one-size-fits-all because we're not all one type of person, right? Right. And so what works for you may not work for someone else. Totally. There's so many different beautiful ways to heal ourselves and to grow and do it naturally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. Mm-hmm. All right. And then can you, uh, you kind of refresh us? Uh, we were talking about um, uh, the, there, was, there was a book you were telling me about. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so last week we were we were talking about my experience or my bathroom stall breaks uh, in the Pentagon. Oh my God! Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so honest and so awesome that uh, I love how honest you are. Oh well, thank you, thank you. As a matter of fact, in in my book, I actually the character refers to the Pentagon as a cross between the Shawshank Redemption and Groundhog Day. <laughs> 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 a little bit of prison mixed with the exact same thing. Over oh and over. my God! And <laughs> wow. So that is what I, I used to call it when I was in there every single day with Shawshank. That's awesome. Um, the book that I owe you. It was written by Major General Perry. Smith. Major General uh, uh, mm-hmm. Perry? Perry Smith. Perry Smith, okay. Retired. Mm-hmm. And it was co-authored by uh, Daniel Gersten. And the title of the book is called Assignment Pentagon, How to Excel in a Bureaucracy. So it just kind of goes back to that, you know, my novel is a fictionalized version with a little, you know, comedy and sci-fi thrown in there. But these guys actually sat down and wrote, you know, the truth. It, if you're in there long enough, it reads like comedy. But for <laughs> some other people, 
you know. <laughs> wow. It really is a great way to walk your way through the, you know, the understanding of how to come into a very large system and excel, as they say. You yeah. know, there, there is a way to do that. And it can be quite overwhelming to, especially a, a young person or just a new person, you know, who just isn't aware that you spent your whole career maybe at a local base, mm. right? And you've got your local base commander and you've got, you know, a few thousand people and now transfer that to this, you know, enormous building with, you know, thousands and thousands of people with so many, and you've got every service in there, right? You've got Army, yeah. Navy. Air Force Marine. Yeah, that's a lot going on. Right. So they did a great job uh, many years ago writing this book, and it's really just kind of a how-to, how to make it, you know. Hmm. And it goes through everything from, you know, staff work to, you know, communication, you know, really getting to know the people that you're working with. A lot of it's just based on who do you know. You can get a lot of things done based on exactly. Uh, uh, who you know, not what you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Erica, how long into when you started working there did you realize that, uh, man, this this is not the way. Um, I, I this is not um, challenging me. This is not what I want. I I uh, envisioned. Uh, I'm not happy here. How long into it? Wow, I would say within the first year. Wow. So I had spent my career. Yes, I started off in 1995 at Tinker Air Force Base. Stayed there 12 years and then took a job here. You know, at the Pentagon in 2007. And what the first thing I noticed really was. There was nothing tangible about what was happening at the Pentagon. It, it's policy, right? It's Now we're at the headquarters, so we're directing things down. These are the people who were telling me how to do my job at Tinker Air Force Base mm-hmm. in Oklahoma City. But now I'm the person writing that policy. At Tinker, the difference is you can have a bad day. You can have a day that really just didn't do well for you. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you could see something getting done. So what I used to say is, like, we would actually see aircraft going back home because we were a depot, so we repaired aircraft and engines. And so you would see the uh, Guard and Reserve folks coming in on the weekends, and they would do what we call these touch-and-goes, and, you know, you could see the aircraft being tested, and then, oh, it's going to go back to its home base. So even if you had a really bad week, you could see, I contributed to that. Right, right, right. There's but something that I get, here, got done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you come here, you don't really see it. You watch the nightly news. You don't really hear anything. Um, You're working, and things are definitely getting done, but you just don't have that tangible association with the work. And that's something that I've heard a lot of people say. Yeah. Did you feel like you were kind of running out the clock or punching the clock? Um, Just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, It was more of just a kind of in and out, in and out, in and out, get it done or get it redone or rename the project, but it's still kind of the same thing. It was monotonous? So I'm going to do it differently. Yes. <laughs> and and, and, and did, did a lot of people feel the same way? A lot of people did and a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, it just kind of becomes, this, you know, I'm very institutionalized. I, I joke when I talk about, you know, it being like Shawshank. Yeah, I yeah, you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I thought, I'm more like Red. You know, if you remember Morgan Freak. Oh, no. <laughs> you're a lifer. I thought I was. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's when it occurred to me, I got to go. Yeah, I got to go. Here. I got to here. I got to be like Andy. I got to, like, crawl out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. To the bowels of the building and get out of here. Wow. And so that that trip to uh, Santa Monica that we talked about last yeah. week, that one-year fellowship out there, really just opened me up to understand that it's okay. It's okay that this isn't 
for you. Right. It's okay that this isn't your path. It's other people's path. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be okay because there's so many people who want to be doing this. Yep. That it's not going to break if you leave, but you might break if you stay. That and is that is it. a great right there. That is a great uh, um, a great thought. Um, that should be a bumper sticker right there. Do you, can you say mm. it again? <laughs> what did I say? Well, you, uh, it won't break if you leave, but you might break if you stay. Yeah, I, th I think everyone's been there at some point, you know, uh, mm -hmm. and that's that's like a universal thing. Where it might be good for someone else, and you know, uh, if you know, if if uh, you decide um, to stay there, uh, it's going to eat away at you, and you're going to be in the in the mm -hmm. bathroom stall with your head against the, <laughs> the side. <laughs> oh God, I, that 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 visual is just so great, Erica, and it's so honest, and and uh, you're you're such a great guest, um, Erica. Let me take. Excuse me. I see. I, I got. Uh, let's see. Martin, Rose, Chase. Kayla, I'm going to try and get to you guys because we got a great topic here. But let me just take a, a quick um, break. And when we come back, Erica Reynolds is going to tell us about emotional clearing, uh, which I need to pay attention to. And I think everyone does. We got to let go of, of some things that are holding us back. Right, Erica? Mm-hmm. Cool. Exactly. Cool. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. So, guys, hang out. Go to EricaReynolds.com, uh, and we will be right back. This is Erica Reynolds, owner of Invigorate Your Essence, an alternative healing practice, where I offer soul invigoration sessions for people and posseology sessions for animals. Please check out all of my services at EricaReynolds.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-A-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S dot com. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. All right, welcome back to the Erica Reynolds Show. Uh, Erica, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, Casey. Hey, so uh, why don't we do uh, one... Uh, instant feedback, and then we'll get into this great topic because I, I, I really am looking forward to knowing about emotional clearing, which is basically letting go of uh, some things that are holding you back. So uh, Martin from Buffalo says, how can stress and anxiety manifest into physical form? Hmm. Mm, that is a perfect segue into this whole topic. Really? Um, yes. Yes, uh, stress and anxiety, um, what we like to say is there's um, the idea of 
the word disease, if you if you break it down into dis and ease, right? There's there's that discomfort that's happening with you. And when we aren't able to release and, and get rid of that stress and anxiety, it will manifest in our bodies in the form of some physical type of ailment, right? You mm-hmm. may get headaches, you may be irritable, you may uh, actually physically develop some kind of disease. Wow. That happened, yes. Um, I am 100% convinced it happened with my father. He passed away. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know. It was just a couple months ago. Yes, yes. And I think, you know, when you hold on too tightly and you don't release those emotions, you don't acknowledge those emotions to start with, you know, and you suppress, you suppress, you suppress, your body has nothing but to, you know, hold on to it. And and it's just kind of brewing inside of you, if that makes sense. Hmm. And those turn into toxins. And our body... It's not releasing that. You know, however you release it, and we'll talk about a couple of ways that you can release it, um, if it doesn't go away, it just stays there, and it festers. And it becomes this this very overwhelming sense of pain. And a lot of times people will say they have physical pain, and they don't know why. Hmm. But when you really listen to them, it's because emotionally they're in pain. And it's just manifesting in their body in a way that's showing up in a physical ailment. That happens all the time. Like, like, uh, could could it happen? Uh, are we talking the same thing? Like, uh, say, uh, an unresolved love or a, a missing mm-hmm. uh, uh, an ex husband or an ex wife mm-hmm. or ex girlfriend? Is that kind of the same thing? If we hold on to that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when when we don't allow ourselves to cleanse from that, to mourn the loss of that. So even with with a relationship, it doesn't necessarily mean that the person has passed away. Right. Right? They could just have... But it it feels the same way sometimes, don't it? It feels, yes. Yes. And we have to allow ourselves the time and space to grieve that relationship. We have to allow ourselves to go through the whole process of grieving, whether that person still lives down the street or (laughs) whatever it is, we still have to give ourselves the time, the space, the respect for ourselves and our bodies and our physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to let that go. Is it almost the same as a a death? Exactly. It's exactly the same as a death. It's no different. Something is ending in your life. Okay. And it doesn't matter if it's the person who is now, you know, deceased or if the person has just now moved on. Yeah. They are not a part of your daily existence anymore. And the, the difference with death is what I like to say is, well, you know, for me and for a lot of folks, we can still kind of communicate soul to soul, right? You can still have that understanding that they're still with you. But when your ex is dating someone else, they might not, you know, you're not probably tapping in soul to soul, you know. I was almost afraid to ask you that. Uh, like, you know, uh, I was going to ask you, is, uh, do you do you hear from some of your clients and, and your experience that mm-hmm. sometimes uh, death is easier than a, lo- uh, uh, a relationship that's gone? Yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, because that is something that, there's an acceptance to that, that there's, the, there's the, fi- the finality of, you know, they're not physically coming back. Yeah, it's not your ego, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's an understanding that I can connect with them. You know, we can all connect with, with our, our ancestors, our souls, our loved ones. You know, it's just mm. that matter of understanding that when the physical body, you know, dies, the soul still remains. Mm. And we're all, at the core, we're all souls. But when you're dealing with someone who left you, left town, married someone else, did something else, there is that sense of, but what if? 
or what if, or maybe they'll come back, or maybe mm-hmm. they'll, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when you're, you're constantly dealing with that and not just accepting that, and maybe they will, I don't know. But right now they're not. Yeah. And so what we need to do right now is let that go. And then when you are in a strong and, and beautiful place, who knows what will happen. Or you might realize that they weren't the ones anyway. You know, but you've allowed yourself to release from those feelings of holding on or expecting some kind of change or, or comeback moment or rekindling moment. Um, so death is a lot easier because you're not expecting those things in that regard. You still miss the person, right. but there's just a more understanding of what's happened. So, Erica, so what are some ways that you, you help people uh, emotional, emotionally clear themselves because as you said if you let it fester it can lead to disease and pain and a lot of other things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what we work on is um something called conscious communication something that i learned uh through the chopra health and that is really walking through a couple of steps and it kind of goes like this first what happened let's just assess the situation right what what happened how am I feeling about that? A lot of times we don't allow ourselves the time and space to just, you know, how is that feeling? And what do I need to do if I'm not receiving what I think I need to be receiving in this situation? So if I'm feeling something, am I feeling pain? Am I feeling something physical? And if I'm not feeling anything, have I numbed myself to the point that I'm, you know. Yeah. You'll see if people do that a lot too, right? They totally. They just shut off. You know, emotions, and yep. we don't want to do that. Um, and then what are you looking for? What are you asking for? What kind of resolution are you really looking for? What are your intentions for moving forward, for, for clearing this, what is basically a blockage for you, right? Mm-hmm. And then what gift came out of this? Because there's goodness in everything. We may can't see it initially, but I promise you it's there. There is a lesson or two or ten <laughs> everything that is going on with us, and we may can't see it at the time, mm-hmm. um, but it is definitely there. And um, we want to also make sure that we're taking responsibility for what we're feeling. We don't want to put the blame on someone else, right? We want to identify those emotions and really clarify what that is. And again, how's that feeling in your body? And then a way to release it, you know, and this is something beautiful. I have attended a couple of these at the Washington National Cathedral, and it's called moving mindfully into the next calendar year. So moving mindfully into 2021 or 2020 was the last one we did. You know, and they do this this ritual where they actually, you get to write down something you want to release. You write it down on this paper that dissolves in water. Hmm. You get to go up to the front of the chapel and you drop your paper into the water and you get to swish it around and you see it actually dissolve. Wow. You know, and it's a, it's a ritual of just saying, I release that. You can write it down and burn it. You can, you know, scream it out to the heavens, you know. <laughs> uh, you can do whatever you need to do to make sure that you understand that this isn't holding in me. And a lot of times with my clients, I'll do breath work with them. So yeah, I have that written down. It's so funny because yeah. I want to talk about that mm-hmm. breath work. But uh, unfortunately, it's it, it, uh, can we do a part two on this next week? Um, yeah, because definitely. there's definitely. so much I want, I want to know about this. Uh, guys, Erica Reynolds... Um, the owner at Invigorate Your Essence. I want you to go to ericareynolds.com. And Erica, I know we're out of time here, and we'll continue this uh, next show because there's so much I have to ask you. But um, if I gave you the, the last word, if you want people to remember anything you want to leave the audience with, uh, as my grandmother says, you have the floor, Erica. Uh, well, 
Well, thank you so much again, Casey, for having me. And I just want to say um, this time, you know, do the work. Do the work to get yourself to the place that you want to be at. Really tap into, as we're talking about today, tap into your emotions, tap into what you're feeling, and then let's work on figuring out how to release and clear. And we can do that so easily. First step, acknowledge how you're feeling. That's awesome, Erica, and I, I can't wait to part two of this next week. So, guys, Erica Reynolds Show, um, uh, great guest. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get to everybody. I'll, I'll get to you next week. Uh, my special thanks to Miss Erica Reynolds on the Erica Reynolds Show, and we'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just had her first breakup. Do you A, put yourself in her shoes? How could he do this to you? And for Sheila, she, she has split ends. B, console her. Oh, sweetie, this is going to happen a lot. Four, maybe five more times before you get married. C, take charge. Got to get this all straightened out. Keep a little talking to, man to man, mano a mano. Hey, Steve. It's now a good time? No. Okay, no problem. Bye. Or D, help her find a new boyfriend. I know a great place to meet boys. The internet. Nice, single boys. Never mind. How about some ice cream? As a parent, there are no perfect answers. But you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.